the Broncos Blitz podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K on Twitter. And of course, always tweeting. I'm inside the locker room this week. I'll be inside the locker room this weekend, I should say, because of course, they'll be having an extra day of practice on Saturday and then Sunday. Well, we get the day off as we get to kick back as the Broncos will be hosting the Chiefs. Monday Night Football, of course, this, uh, well, next week, I should say, when the 3-0 Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, who's been lighting up the NFL, comes to town. I'll tell you all about the matchup. And if this is a must win, oh, that term, must win, is it for Denver? We'll talk about it. We'll get your reaction. First presented by our friends at Tap 14, 19, 20 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap. 100 Colorado distilled spirits. And of course, as I always say on the podcast, ooh, get the nachos. The nachos, they are so good. Candied bacon as well, too. If you've never had candied bacon, try it. Because it is tremendous. Because it's candied and it's bacon. Need I say more? It's tremendous stuff over there at Tap 14. The burgers are pretty darn good over there as well. So be sure to check it out. Tap 14 on the web. Spell out the word 14 for me. Tap14.com. That's tap14.com. Now let's start with the Broncos on Monday Night Football because you probably ask, well, aren't they a pretty darn good team on Monday Night Football? Well, yes and no. Okay, so as far as the Broncos' all-time record in games played on Monday Night Football, that's a 32-38-1 record. So it's not the most amazing record. However, at home, this is where it changes. And of course, remember the Broncos will be at home this Monday night football against Kansas city. They are 24, 11 and one. So at home on Monday night football, they're actually pretty darn good in the prime time, getting that extra day to prepare. The chiefs come in with an incredible offense that has just been lighting up the NFL. They are number one in points per game with a 39.3 average. They are, uh, they have yet to throw an interception, which is just an incredible statistic. While Denver of course has thrown five, they are number one in giveaways and uh, well, as far as percentages in the red zone and third down, they are second in both of those scoring 91.7% of the time in the red zone. Uh, th- this is an offense that is just tremendously run. And of course it all starts with Patrick Mahomes, the uh, well, you could say the second year quarterback. I mean, he only started the one game of course, as Denver knows last year in week 17, but Really a first-year quarterback with just that extra offseason, and he has just been tremendous. And he looks he, – he, he has done things that – he's broken records. He has been smart, um, incredibly gifted as far as his arm strength. But his decision-making has been so incredibly well-coordinated, and the offense has so many weapons that uh, you look at this this – juggernaut of a team that just doesn't seem like it's going to be stopped anytime soon. We're, we've seen a three game sample so far with this Kansas city offense, and it has been very good. Now the defense, a whole nother story. The defense is just not very good. As far as yards per game, they are last yards per play. They're second to last a points per game. They've given up 30.7 points per game. That's good enough for 30th in the NFL. So it's a very one-sided team. So this can play good and bad into Denver's favor. 
But that gets us to the game and our big question of the podcast, is this a must win? Or in how I want to phrase it, because I know everybody wants to use the term must win and it's a cliche and I I don't want to get to that. I want to get to this question. Is Monday night a season-defining game for the Denver Broncos? Because, look, there's no such thing as a must-win in week four, okay? But is it a season-defining game? Are we going to figure out who the Denver Broncos are on Monday night football? Now, on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio, that's where we have the poll going. And, of course, you can vote on this poll. And the question is, Monday night, a season-defining game, 67% of you say yes, 67 percent of you have said yes. I'll read off some of your comments. And again, I thank you for your comments. Your follow on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the letter K radio on Twitter. Denver Greg underscore says season defining is a bit of a stretch considering it's week four. KC is the hottest team in the NFL besides the Rams. However, it is a divisional game. We're at home. Be interested to see how the defense does needs to get a win, especially before we face them in Arrowhead. So the the first part, season-defining is a bit of a a stretch as far as week four. I'm going to disagree, Denver, Denver Greg, and I'm going to tell you why, because there's four big reasons I look at when it comes to this game. This is a season-defining game. One, look basically at home against the best against your division. Nobody is looking at Oakland and saying this team has a division uh, title chance. Nobody is looking at L.A., and saying, oh my gosh, this Chargers are going to come out of nowhere and, and pass Denver or KC. KC is the clear cream of the crop. So lining up against them is going to define how this season plays out because if they fall flat on their face and they just look awful, this is clearly a team that is not going to win the AFC West. And I'll remind you and I'll throw it out there. I believe this was a Denver team that could win 10 games and could very well take that division. Well, obviously now we have seen Kansas City look far better than what I think anybody thought to start the season. Small sample size, three games, but certainly they have looked far better than what anybody predicted. They are the cream of the crop. If you fall flat on your face, this is nearly a benchmark game to see where Denver lines up against one of the better teams, if not the best team in the AFC. Uh, Look at the schedule ahead. This is a Denver team that probably loses to the Rams in two weeks. That is a loss. Uh, On the road to the Jets, a travel to the East Coast against now the newly uh, Sam Darnold-led Jets, that is no pushover. You could be looking at two out of your next three losses uh, because Kansas City uh, is no easy test, and that's why this is a big win. And now you look at it all of a sudden, and you're at week six, and your best hope is three and three, if not under 500. That's a that's a record that, unfortunately, because now you have to travel to Kansas City, they won't be favored in that game. Uh, you're talking about the Steelers. Uh, that's a tough game moving down the stretch. Now it lightens up towards the end of the year, but again, you know, you look at Cleveland and you say that's not that's a brand new team now with Baker Mayfield. So this is a Denver team that, unfortunately, the the Baltimore game was really one of those games where you had to get you had to get so you can afford a loss against a team like Kansas City because this Kansas City team is so good. But again, a defining one in the idea that you lose this game now, the Kansas City one on the road, that's a brutal one. The Rams are coming. You expect them to lose there, and all of a sudden you're seeing loss, 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 and it's not looking very good. 
particularly more put also a season defining game in the psyche of this team. Because, and this goes back to the head coach and, and the strengths of the leadership, the coaching staff. Look, two and two is a mediocre, well, let's call it like it is, it's a mediocre record after four games. But it, it seems a little different with this team because now you go from 2-0 and to 0-2 with the psyche of this team completely broken, particularly if they get blown out in this game. Because let's remember, this is a Denver team that last year started 3-1 and and everything was rosy and then they lost to a team they should have beat in New York, triggering an avalanche of losses, of course, that, uh, well, eight-game losing streak that ultimately just ended their season, obviously. So this is a team that I think if you can run with Kansas City, it looks so much better morally for this team. And I know there's no such thing as moral victories, or at least I don't think so. But I think for the players, it means it's a big deal. Because if this team just gets absolutely boat raced, now all of a sudden you're looking at uh, poor leadership as the head coaching position. The offense in basically four games, not looking ideal, assuming they get boat raced against Kansas City. The defense can't cover the cream of the crop against KC, and in two straight games, you're now talking about just getting absolutely wrecked, and now we're questioning the defensive coordinator and Joe Woods, and everything is falling flat. In a game where they run with Kansas City, you can eliminate two or three of those narratives. So, Even in a loss, like a 38-35 loss, you still look at that and said, okay, well, you know what? Maybe Kansas City is the better team, but at least we ran with them. And at least we know that Kansas City looks miles ahead of everybody else. We are right there with them, and we could beat anybody else in the AFC, maybe just not Kansas City because they are putting on this absolute run as far as uh, what they would be doing if that were to happen on Monday night. Uh, and then, of course, you know, if you get blown out, 2017 creeps into your head all over again. You look at the, uh, again, like I mentioned, that losing streak and then the giant game kind of creeps in your mind. It's like, oh, my God, is this 2017 all over again? Is it 2017 all over again? We, we start hot and then all of a sudden just falls flat on your face. But let's particularly look, and I know it's far out. I know it's far out, but let's just say Kansas City was to blow out the Broncos. The division will be lost. Let's face it. After four games a quarter of the season, we can say that this doesn't look like a team that's going to win the division because Kansas City is going to win the division. Now, obviously, things change. I get it, but I'm just, we're trying to project here, okay? We're trying to, dis- we're trying to decipher how much of a potential season-defining This game could be Monday night against Kansas City. You look at the AFC North, they look a lot better. Pittsburgh is going to turn it around. Uh, Cincinnati 2-1. Baltimore, obviously, as Denver has seen, looks like an improved team. And all of a sudden, we don't know what Cleveland is with Baker Mayfield as they get the comeback win. That looks like a supremely better AFC North. AFC South, obviously, you see what you got in Jacksonville. And Indy at 1-2? All of a sudden, with Andrew Luck, who knows? If Andrew Luck starts to ball out, that could be a 8-9 win team. Uh, Tennessee, I have not been a big believer of. I know they're 2-1, but look, you have quarterback issues. Uh, certainly, obviously, the injury playing a part, but that's a thing. Miami, you don't expect to start 3-0 and stay that cream of the crop in the uh, uh, AFC East, right? 
maybe they do. Maybe this is a team that contends for the wild card. And obviously you think the New England Patriots are a much better team than the one and two start. Now all of a sudden you have a ton of competition for the wild card position. And I know we're projecting way out, but well, that's what sports talk radio is projecting way out, right? So this is an absolutely season defining game because, and particularly for the offense, because look, we know Kansas city's offense is an incredible offense. It is going to be a monumental task for this Denver defense. And quite frankly, if Kansas city puts up 30, 35 points plus, I'm not going to look at the defense and say they're in shambles. They're broken. They're destroyed because of the fact that the Kansas city offense is so good. That flipped around, though, is a big problem. If in the event where, can, where Denver's offense cannot score against one of the worst defenses in the league, this is a Kansas City defense that is just not good. It's just not good. They've been decimated on talent. Of course, they don't have some of their great pass rushers, their great cover guys, Peters. This is a Kansas City defense that is very vulnerable. Very vulnerable. So. In the event where you are in a shootout, I can at least say, okay, Denver did their job. Their offense just got outscored. But in the event where, and let's look at it. Okay, the Seattle Seahawks, uh, or excuse me, as far as the uh, opponents Kansas City has played this year, uh, they have been facing some offenses that are just not by any means, world beaters, all right? The Chargers offense, not ideal in week one. It's uh, I'm not a big believer, okay? The Steelers offense, uh, we'll see what they are when Le'Veon Bell comes back. But still, again, kind of one of those unknowns, uh, and yet this team put up uh, 37 points against the Steelers. The San Francisco 49ers now, sans Jimmy Garoppolo in the middle of that game, still put up 27 points. And I think even with Jimmy Garoppolo, nobody looks at the 49ers offense and says, oh my God, this is a world beater of the NFL. Now comes Denver and Case Keenum. This It is so crucial that Case Keenum shakes the demons of the first three games and comes out and performs well. Because look, I I can forgive the defense if they can't stop Patrick Mahomes in this offense because I'm not sure it is defensible when you talk about Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Hunt, Watkins. I mean, there is just so many options at the Chiefs' disposable. But this is a defense you should be able to take advantage of. And if they can't do that, I have grave doubts about this Denver Broncos team moving forward throughout the year. I want to believe, I want to believe that the first three games is just them knocking off the rust is them because we can see them play better at times. And then at times they look bad. And and particularly that with case Keenum Keenum has actually not played the worst you could say in many of these games. But then of course he's throws, he's throwing these multiple interceptions at times. If he can just knock off these interceptions and start throwing some touchdown passes, all of a sudden, this is a Denver Broncos team on offense that looks completely different. It's just a select few of plays. It's not like Case Keenum has just played awful in three games, but he has at times. It's time to knock that off because there's a lot of people, myself included, that begin to wonder, is this Denver team getting Case Keenum of the Houston Texans, the Rams, 
and not Minnesota Case Keenum. Because if that's the case, this is a team that is destined for five, six wins. They're going to have a long year ahead of them. But if they can get Minnesota Case Keenum, they should be able to run with Kansas City. This is a team that can certainly uh, uh, put up points. So, it, again, it's a bad Kansas City defense. There's no other way to put it. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast. Of course, our daily podcast. Getting your reaction on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's uh, where you can follow me. And, of course, like I said, that poll going on right now. Is Monday night a season-defining game? Is it, you know, even in a loss, you can still look at this Broncos team in a positive on Monday night, on Tuesday morning, even in a loss. But, of course, if they were to get boat raced, changes everything. So a season-defining game coming up Monday night. And, of course, I'll be at the game. I'll be in the... Locker room post game. Be sure to check it out at Ronnie K Radio at R O N N I E, the letter K Radio on Twitter, and of course at MileHighSports.com, where we have all kinds of great coverage from Justin Michaels to Rich Kurtzman, Sean Drotar, uh, Zach Seeger, who's uh, been on this podcast before. You've heard their voices. Be sure to check out their work as well as mine at MileHighSports.com. And of course, want to thank our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just to hop, skip, and jump away from Coors Field, 70 Colorado beers on Tap, 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits. A great place to go check out Monday Night Football when the Broncos take on the Chiefs, of course, Tap 14. Great place to go see that. And, well, maybe this weekend if you want to catch some college football and Sunday action, brunch available. Uh, of course, they do that till about 2 o'clock over there at Tap 14. A lot of great stuff, 1920 Blake Street. Check them out on the web, tap14.com. That's tap14.com. And then, of course, always our friends at Pro Football Focus. Want to thank them for all the uh, statistics they provide. A new friend of the program. You can get 20% off your subscription, Pod 20. That's Pod 20 for 20% off your subscription to Pro Football Focus. And, of course, like I've been talking about on the podcast, you go on there, you grab the Elite and Edge memberships, lot of good stuff over there at pro football focus new friend of the program 20 percent off your subscription to the elite and edge memberships that's pod 20 pod 20 for 20 percent off your elite and edge memberships be sure to check that out at profootballfocus.com check out broncos coverage and milehighsports.com that's milehighsports.com our daily podcast of course where you can find archives player interviews uh hearing from the coaches debates discussions a lot of good stuff over there at milehighsports.com that's where the archive is milehighsports.com